In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen. <coughs> Queen of Confessors, this uh, last litany of Our Lady addressed to a, a very peculiar and specific group of saints in the Church, whether in the Church militant, whether in the Church uh, triumphant in heaven. This group of Confessors are noticeable, positively noticed for their fidelity to Christ. Amongst the group of the saints, this one could be seen as more numerous, and this is probably right. And this group looks a bit more, um, I would say, uh, less, uh, a bit more anonymous, because there are not so many, so great figures not such a specificity in their testimony as Christians, as opposed to the patriarchs with their specific missions, or the prophets, or the martyrs, as we meditate together during <coughs> this novena. The group of confessors are well different from others. They are venerated under this beautiful title because they've confessed the faith with fidelity, they have, they have confessed the very truth of the words of the Gospel and the words of Christ. Truth to the very word of Christ. It means that, it means that they have, without, with their own, despised their own weaknesses, they have kept intact the holy doctrine of the Catholic Church. We meditated a few days ago the fidelity of the, the fidelity of the martyrs, in particular, to maintain against the Roman Empire and the civil and the persecutions, to maintain the true celebration of the true sacrifice of Jesus in the catacombs. And today we meditate upon this uh, group of saints called confessors. Yes, they have maintained throughout the ages and through the devotion to uh, our sacred traditions and uncorrupted traditions, in which we must include the liturgical traditions, they have maintained this fidelity. They have been faithful to the very, the very word of Christ. And here they relate specifically to Our Lady as Queen of Confessors. The word of God was made flesh. The truth was manifested in a small child in the incarnation of the Messiah in the very womb of Our Lady at the Annunciation. Our Lady received the Word of God in its fullness, in its entire truth, without any change, without, I'd say, diminishing or cutting down this truth because the Word she received 
through the words of the angels. The word of Christ, the word of God, was and is still now a person. But this is where it is slightly different and it is far more perfect in our age. All the confessions received by hearing or meditating silently or reading the Word of God. Substantially, there was a difference between this Word, this audible Word, and this unseen Word of God, the, the, the very substantial Word of the Blessed Trinity, that is to say, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, God the Son, made flesh. These words were slightly different, of course. The words of the long tradition of the Church, the Church, the confessors used to witness, to proclaim, and to convey the truth throughout generations up to now. This word is uh, man-made, if I may say, with the approval, of course, of the Holy Spirit through, during the revelation until the end, until the death of Saint John the Evangelist. And but the, the Church continues to work and through and receiving also this uh, the continued work and the labors of the confessors after the death of Saint John, the Church continued to receive, to receive their word, that is to say, the fruit of their mystical life, the fruit of their union with the substantial word, Jesus Christ. The Church continues to treasure this long spiritual tradition of the confessors which with their own culture, their own in their own language, their all the the typical and the specific um, backgrounds, they or mentality, they the church continues to receive and enriches the uh, the wording the subjective expression of the dogma, objectively, nothing has changed, as you know, the dogma of the Church is not changing because the revelation is closed at the end of the, the death of St. John, but the subjective development, the organic development of the Catholic Church is rooted partly rooted in the long spiritual tradition of the spiritual life, private revelations, writings and words of all these confessors who have lived before us. Their words are the treasure of the Church. The Word of God, Christ, made flesh in Our Lady, is the most the infinite treasure of the Church and the words of the um, of the confessors of this long spiritual tradition 
are the flowers rooted on of the expression of this only divine word. Our Lady, therefore, received a word, only one. She is the first, the supreme confessor of the faith from that aspect, because she didn't need to express in many words what happened to her and what would happen to the world. If we open the Gospel, the writings of Our Lady are surprisingly unseen. She apparently, unless I have missed something important in my information, but she hadn't written anything as such. She had long conversation, certainly long conversation, with Saint John after, in particular, after the Ascension, but we don't know any public revelation she made to the Church. She expresses herself in the apparitions and the famous apparitions we know of Our Lady throughout the centuries, but she doesn't say much. It's very short and concise. She gets to the very point because she knows that in one word, in the word made flesh, she welcomed as the mother of God, one word can or contains or envelopes the whole, the reality, the whole truth. She knows there is no need to be talkative or worthy to approach Christ. This is why the sermon is always too long. If we could convey or hand out the truth in very one word, that would mean we are here in the present we are, we would be, we have the divine power, mightiness to explain an infinite an infinite truth with only one expression, one sign. But this doesn't happen. When it does happen in our age, she receives everything. And she is here, the model. She needs one word, the Son of God. And secondly, she is Queen of Confessors. Because the Confessors not, they, 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 not, they do not only convey the truth, the evangelical message of Christ, but they receive it, they kind of digest it, <coughs> they make the word, they digest, they nourish themselves, and they, they are transformed by the word of God. They make Christ their own life. The life of Jesus is their life in one word. And Our Lady has being the supreme confessor from that second aspect, not the teaching, but the nourishment from the world. She has not been gradually informed by the world as we do, as the confessors would have been trained or would have studied the scriptures and the 
writings of the Fathers of the Church, gradually, step by step, how lately she was in the very presence of the Word. The Word of God, Christ, was part of herself. Immediately, as soon as she said, Fiat, a small little word, she became the Mother of God. The Word of God was made incarnate, so in a way, she became not substantially, but mystically, spiritually, and maternally, she became the very being she was receiving. The Word was made flesh in her, and our Lady was all entirely transformed into this little baby now conceived in her. And this is the huge difference between the Queen of the Confessors, confessors and the, the Confessors. If only when receiving or hearing the Word of God, the Gospel, our life would be a living Gospel, as Our Lady did uh, at that time. If only we would become a living Word of God in during our time on earth, if only. Our Lady was not questioning this. There was not a shade of a doubt for her. She knew. And she was, it, from the very depth of her soul, because she was immaculate, she was totally conformed, to, or she accepted to be conformed to this truth made flesh in her. And this is definitely one of our desires and, a, and a, one of our aim in the faith. We want to be transformed as the confessors were gradually. Finally, they the confessors fed or nourished their souls to the Word, sacramentally present in the Holy Host, in the Eucharist. This is where they found the strength and the light to be able to uh, preach and teach and defend the, their faith and the Catholic Church and Christ. We have, we are privileged as Catholics to be able to receive sacramentally and really our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. In another mode, in a different mode, as Our Lady did welcome Him and formed Him physically in her own, in the tabernacle, of our own body, but we have the same privilege, and this is where we are, and we must follow these examples. And this is where the confessors, all of a sudden, if I may say, become or come near to Our Lady. There was a huge difference in their teaching and in the reception of the Word of God, the conformation of our life. But now, 
by the power of the words of the priests, which who, in a few words, makes the event of Nazareth, of the Annunciation and the Incarnation of Christ happening again at every Mass, every day, in His hands. And we are privileged to receive this word in us, as Our Lady did again in a different mode, but in both situations, 2,000 years later, essentially nothing has changed. He is formed in us because we want to receive Him and we want to say, Fiat, yes, I will follow you. Nothing has essentially changed. It's a question of a moment, in a question of a time, but this is it. If we feel we are not good confessors of the faith, He will do the job in us. He will fulfill the mission by a through, a fruitful, a dignified reception of the Blessed Sacrament at Mass and the fruitful reception of all sacraments. Here we are called to follow all the long history and the um, uninterrupted chain of confessors of the Church, holding the hand of Our Lady, all of them. When we accept the will of God, we accept to be transformed, conform with Jesus, and this opens the door to a, a subjective, subjectively fruitful communion with the Word made flesh again, glorious flesh in the Holy Host, the priest consecrates and presents to us at Mass. Our Lady is Queen of Confessors, and we have to, and we are, humbly, discreetly, but surely and firmly, we follow this long tradition of Confessors. And in heaven, the Word of God will be, will be part, will be us, we will become the very Word of God, not substantially, okay, but we'll be transformed. There, would not, there wouldn't be any difference between the will of God and our answer to the, the very command, the word of the King. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen.